today on CityCast Pittsburgh, one of my favorite local events starts today. Barrel and Flow is kicking off a week-long showcase of music, food, and art, and we've got the inside scoop on how you can get a taste of it all. I'm with Kat Bruno of the festival team, and she says there will be something for everyone. Tuesday, August 9th. I'm Morgan Moody, and this is CityCast Pittsburgh. This festival got started, what, like four or five years ago, but... Last year, something very shady happened. Uh, The festival was at Southside Works, and allegedly... Allegedly, the general manager of Hofbra House came out toward the end of the night and just like hate crimed and raged. Festival goers said the guy called the festival a nuisance and dropped racial slurs at artists and um, the event staging and lighting company. They called it harassment and blatant racist attack. Uh, the manager was put on leave for a while, later re- reinstated. Surprise, surprise. Which is wild to me because you work in conjunction, right? Like this event. It wasn't a surprise to this guy. Oh God, no! Right? Everybody knew about it. I mean, this isn't like, hey, we're having a pl- we're having a party at your place in two weeks. Like, this is a year long planning process. Yeah. So everybody knows about it. We work with neighborhood groups. We work with business owners. Like, come, listen, Hofbrauhaus, House, sell pretzels outside your place. Yeah. Guess how much money you're going to make today? Yeah. You know, like we offer all of that. We're not saying, hey, close your doors, don't let anyone in. We want everyone here to feel as if they're welcome. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, we're very proud of the fact that for our attendees, white, black, male, female, they love this festival. They, they feel welcome here. You know, it's just, we want that kind of atmosphere. So, and that's, I think why this hurt as much as it did, Mm -hmm. you know, because it made people at our festival that we welcomed into the city. I mean, we get people travel from across the country and really internationally for this festival. So to have them come here and experience this when we're like, hey, you're welcome here. You're welcome here. We want you here. You know, that part really just was fucking terrible. And, 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 and you know, just shouldn't have happened. And after it happened, should have been handled in a completely different way that it was. So we left that venue. Um, and, and now we're over in uh, Three's Crossings, which is um, on Railroad Street. It's uh, in the Strip District. We're super excited about it. And they've been really great to work with. Yeah, how how is this venue? Do you feel a better fit uh, for festival goers? I mean, so they they contacted us pretty quickly after the last uh, the festival ended and and twenty um twenty one and was like, we want you here. You know, come hear what we have to say. You're welcome here. You know, kind of the same message we sent to other people they sent to us, which was awesome. And, uh, you know, they hold a neighborhood flea market down there once once a month. Yeah. <laughs> so it's just got that like vendor feel, right? Like I'm just going to walk in a rectangle. Here's this, here's that. There's room for our stages. There's room for all of our vendors. Yeah, because you have um, a lot going on. It's, it's, not, just, it's not just beer. So um, yeah, what else is going on? What else is on tap, so to speak? So, I mean, the way that I like to talk about it, it's basically like a super cool block party with beer and wine and mm-hmm. cider, but it's got, we have two artist stages and um, which boom concepts curate. So we're going to have live artists and um, the whole length of the festival. So you can, you know, watch how art's being created, which is awesome. And then we have um, vendors, we have food vendors, we have food trucks, 
And then we have crafters. We just have like the local craft fair. So you kind of throw all of this. You've got an arts fest, you've got a music fest, and you've got a brew fest all in one. And you're getting that under one ticket. They'll all be interspersed. So, you know, you can go from sampling beer to kind of looking at like somebody who's making and designing um, original t-shirts. Oh, yeah. Um, so it's just like this really all-encompassing full festival atmosphere, like without having to leave a block and a half radius. So events kick off this week at breweries around the city, all leading up to the festival on Saturday. Are there any new products or artists debuting this weekend? So I would say that the new thing for 2022 is the um, Barrel and Flow Week. We've partnered with several um, local breweries. Um, Brew Gentlemen will be the first one. That's tonight. Yes. Um, we'll be at um, Dancing Gnome, we'll be at Cinderlands, and we'll be at Trace Brewing, all four of those breweries. Mm-hmm. At those events, too, it's not just us partnering with them. It's us partnering with them in the ways that we love. And that is not only are you going to be getting local beer, but you're going to have local Black artists there. You're going to have local Black musicians there. You're going to have local Black food vendors there. So it's kind of like, hey, get a taste of this festival and our festival partners. So that's great because it means this isn't now just about us, right? It's about the community in general. And are there a lot of local brewers that are part of the festival? Yes. Yeah, so, are there a lot of Black brewers? Yeah, so that's... so. That's the crazy thing, right? Like we have to turn brewers away. Like it's it's absolutely really? wild it's how much interest we get. Yeah. Yeah. So um but yes, I mean we have over thirty black brewers coming in from across the country, one from um England and one from Costa Rica. So that's super exciting. We've got two international brewers flying in for the festival, which is awesome. And then I would say we have about fifty, over fifty of the local breweries. And what we do with those for people that don't know, um, the local breweries involved, and they're, you know, your local favorites, they team up with like a local black artist or a local black musician or a local black business owner or a local black um, influencer, and they create a one of a kind beer just for our festival. So it's like this collaborative process where we are connecting um, black artists and entrepreneurs with the brewing industry and they're brewing together. Mm -hmm. Like they're going to the brewery, they're helping make their own beer. Like it's a really exciting thing. And that's, again, the art side of things we're connecting with the business side of things. And I'd say that's, you know, that's kind of the whole overarching theme um, of what the festival does. Do those artists get a chance to, to design if there's a beer can or something like that associated with whatever their, yeah. So some do, right. Some, some do their own beer can labels and then, Another thing we do, we're not only just employing Black artists, so each new beer gets a label, right? And what we do is we say to the breweries working with us, because we have breweries in Pittsburgh and beyond Mm -hmm. all across the country, if you're designing a label for our festival, for the beer that you're making for our festival, you have to pay a Black artist to do it. Um, So all of the labels that are designed in conjunction with a festival are from paid black artists. And we're, we're super proud to do that. We're super proud to support that. And the labels themselves, their artwork, I mean, they're, they're beautiful. Like they're, you're not going to see anything like those um, on the can, on the shelves of, of anywhere, like on cans on shelves. So yeah, it's, and it's like almost like a little bit of a competitive process. Like you'll just see label after label and it's like, Oh my God, which one's your favorite. So that becomes a really cool talking point too. And it's, that's something that we love to do. 
Hey, Pittsburgh. Behind those stately red doors on Bingham Street, the brilliant minds at Pittsburgh's City Theater have a brand new stage show for you. It's a modern revamp of the Shakespearean classic Hamlet. Fat Ham follows a young queer black man named Juicy, whose father visits from beyond the grave to demand Juicy avenge his murder. Check it out through March 24th and get your tickets at citytheatercompany.org. Use code CityCast, all one word, for $5 off. And we talked a lot about the festival itself, but how important is the education and networking aspect of it um, to what you're trying to build here in Pittsburgh? Yeah, I mean, I think that that's another, you know, huge layer of the festival and that that is just kind of creating these partnerships, right? And I'll go into my sponsor pitch here because I think that is really important to what we do. We do use the brewing industry because it's a multi-billion dollar industry, Mm -hmm. but we use it to provide opportunity and accessibility and employment opportunity to a lot of people. I mean, we have artists designing labels. We have, you know, people who were like, wait, I can learn to brew and then maybe get a job at a brewery oh, I can be a general manager at a brewery. I can be, you know, a serving staff at the brewery. There's all these opportunities from the top to the bottom, everywhere in between, right? You can open your own brewery. Yeah, especially in Pittsburgh. There's so many. Right? (laughs) So that's what we're trying to do. Say, hey, not only from a brewery perspective, like, hey, expand, expand your audience, right? Expand your demographic. Like, we can bring you new customers. Do you Mm -hmm. know, like, welcome more people into your brewery. And we're also saying employ new people in your brewery, right? That's how you're going to get a, a wider customer base Yeah. if you employ a wider range of people. Um, so those are kind of the two things that, that we really like to focus on. Like we start that on Friday with our conferencing and we have mm-hmm. things from like how to open a business, how to open your own brewery, how to find like um, a brick and mortar to open your own brewery. Like how, how do you go about finding the real estate that you need to um, – to people that are already operating as a brewery, you know, a lot of diversity and inclusion conversations, like how, how do you diversify your customer base? Um, so those kind of conversations are part of our conferencing, yeah. which goes in hand in hand with our festival. I mean, we, we are a block party, right? We are a great time, but the day before we're talking about how to make this help more people. And do you think it's working? Like is our, is our black brew scene, what you and the founders kind of wanted to be? Cause you know, Pittsburgh, we're losing black people <laughs> every other day. Yeah. I mean, I think that in the years since we started, yes, like there's been a ton of improvement and there are some breweries who are really, really committed to this and are really committed to diversifying their workforce and their um, customer base. Mm-hmm. So I would say, you know, from that, that perspective, yes. I mean, I think that there's, some issues that are much larger that, you know, the city itself needs to look at and have the conversations around. So I think that if we all just did a little bit more and did what we were good at, we can make improvements across, you know what I mean? Population retention and, you know, I mean, really just a a focus on, on better black healthcare. I mean, that's something that really needs to be focused on. So like if we each kind of did our part, and try to improve the industry that we were in, I think that that would make a, 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 a much more impactful difference if we kind of all did a little bit more and kind of just combined those efforts. So you said events are happening all week. Why should people check you out? What's your pitch? 
so yeah, I mean, just we welcome everyone to come. Like it's it's a really good time. We just we want to have a good time. We have great music. Um, we have great DJs. We have great artists. We have you know local vendors coming in. We try to keep our fees for vendors really accessible so we can reach a new crowd. Um, I'd say we're about eighty percent black vendors. Mm-hmm. Um, so even if if you're not if you don't want to drink any alcohol at all, we have an art enthusiast ticket. Um, so you can get the art enthusiast ticket and still get the full experience. You just don't get the taster glass to sample all the stuff. But like, it's, you know, you're getting seven bands, you're getting four DJs, you're getting live art. So I mean, it's still like this, it's still this really full festival experience, just you don't need the alcohol either, right? Yeah. So um, yeah, I think we, we offer something to everyone. Um, and that and that's, that's kind of what the whole festival is about. I love to hear that. Yeah. Uh, be sure to check out barrelandflow.com for a full list of vendors, breweries, performers, artists, sponsors, all that stuff. Uh, follow them on Instagram and across all their social media platforms at Barrel and Flow. Kat Bruno, thank you so much for joining us. Oh, thanks for having me. A little more news before you go. A beloved native Pittsburgher has passed away. Historian and author David McCullough was born in Point Breeze in 1933. He wrote 12 books and got dozens of honorary degrees, but always said he thought he peaked when the 16th Street Bridge was named for him on his 80th birthday. Such a Pittsburgh thing to say. Producer Megan is definitely pouring one out for him today. Everyone's favorite airport police, the TSA, made fun of Pittsburgh in a recent Instagram post. Uh, Their Instagram is usually exclusively for clarifying what you can and cannot bring into airports and fly with. Someone walked into PIT with cannabis vapes coated in peanut butter. The picture is even funnier. Um, The TSA says vape cartridges are good to go in carry-on and checked bags as long as they're three and a half ounces or less. While they aren't looking for THC, if they find it, they will turn you in, okay? So peanut butter does not hide it. And we're still waiting for more details on the people involved in a shooting Sunday night on the north side. It was in the California Kirkbride part of the neighborhood. It's just a few blocks from Shadow Benny and Commonplace Coffee. At least one person died, three others were injured. That's all for today here on CityCast Pittsburgh. If you enjoyed the show, tell a friend, rate the show, leave us a review, subscribe to the more newsletter, all the things. We'll be back tomorrow morning. We will not be hiding in a canister of peanut butter. You can find us tomorrow with more news from around the city. So we'll see you then. I'm, I'm, I'm going to have to figure out my day. Like, I'm going to have to go see Denzel, pop over to this. <laughs> Calls for a little different morgue. Yeah, yeah.